And welcome back to the Delaware Boys Dynasty Football Podcast. All four of us on the same screen tonight. It's a rare occasion these days, but, you know, say what's up to the people. Boys, we're back here to talk some football. What up, everybody? What's up? Glad to be back. Yeah, hey, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to let somebody else kick it off. Shit. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, glad to be back. We missed last week, sadly. Uh, I think we were all busy. I was on vacation. I can't speak for the rest, but... uh Hey, glad to be back and uh, get this thing started up. Uh, yeah, we still are under construction. Uh, we haven't come up with anything definitive yet amongst the four of us. So that is still a work in progress, but that's really the only update we got. Uh, we're going to kick it back. We're going to talk some football. No dynasty involved, straight football. Um, we want to recap our division winners, our wild card picks, you know, who we had going to the Super Bowl, things like that. Just see where we stand. Um, I think, I think I just want to get this out of the way and just say, Aaron Rodgers has completely fucked the vast majority of us. The Green Bay Packers suck. I don't agree with that because when we were making our predictions, I said I was picking the Packers, but I thought the Vikings would be close, and I didn't think that the Packers were going to have a good offense. I said if the Packers were going to win anything, it would be because their defense was going to hold up, and that defense has not been good. So I I did not think the Packers' offense was going to be very explosive. I didn't think that the moves they didn't make in the offseason were going to be beneficial to the team, and <laughs> obviously Aaron Rodgers – can only do so much and he hasn't even been able to do that so yeah Aaron Rodgers has not been playing well but that Packers defense is the reason that that team isn't playing up to the standards that I think everybody had for them and AJ Dillon is a dud as well and Rashawn Gary they just confirmed a torn ACL so yeah. that hurts and he was he's really came on the last year and a half that's yep. a big blow I mean they weren't getting really any pass rush at all he was like the lone guy and now it's gotten even worse for them yeah, I don't think, to be fair, though, I don't think it's on Aaron Rodgers, though. He has, like, no time at all to get the ball out, on top of him not having any weapons at all. They've done nothing to help him in the past few years. So, it's, it's tough when you have nothing going for you. Your offensive line's collapsing every play. Like, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. I don't put this team on him, to be honest with you. Yeah, I said I did say, and I quote, that as long as Aaron Rodgers is on the field, the Packers are going to win the NFC North. Um I'm just gonna say this outright: Minnesota is balling. Balling. They look good. They've they've played solid. They've they've just been solid all around. Last five games, Dalvin Cook is just coming out of the gates playing well after his little shoulder injury. Justin, so you're Jeff- buying into this Minnesota team because yes. I'm not ready to buy in on this Minnesota team. I am. The Washington game was a little scary. Um, a little scary. Oh, they barely won. Very scary. scary. They're, yeah, they're good. barely winning football games right now. Very, <laughs> yeah, very, I mean, very. Win is a run is a win is a win. Hey, but yeah, that's like, the best thing about it. They're five and zero in one score yeah. games. I mean, those are the things. Those are the adversities you got to come over. You know, I mean, throughout this season, that I mean, last season they were they were under five hundred in one score games. I like where this team is at. I don't think there's any way the Packers catch this team. I think it's I think it's set. Instead. I, mean, yeah. no. I really I like think- Kevin O'Connell's doing though. I mean, that, that whole locker room is different. Um, I just don't – like Frankie said, like, they scare me every single week. I feel like, oh, they're, they're about to lose, but somehow they pull it out. Like, how long does that continue? And they're doing that against teams that they should be beating if they're going into the playoffs as 
you know, a high profile threat to go to the Super Bowl. And right. you're you're struggling with the teams that are fighting for a top ten pick. It's just like when they're you come a six and one team and they beat a Taylor Heineke led commander's team by three points. Like like we saw <laughs> what happened when they went into Philly on Monday night. They got embarrassed. Yeah, that game wasn't even close. Yeah. What happens when they go into Philly in the playoffs? Or Three. anywhere in the playoffs, and it has to be a primetime game. Kirk Cousins, like, I know it seems silly, but that guy literally doesn't play well in primetime. Like, primetime. the game happens Kirk. after 7 o'clock, it's, yeah. it's oh, over for him. He got the chains now. He might be all right. Yeah, I don't man. know. I don't like the team, though. If you pay attention, like, I feel like most of the time the Vikings – end up getting screwed over by their bad luck, whether it be field goals or, like, missed opportunities or whatever. I think this is them finally working it out. But it is a little bit suspect that they're doing this good. I mean, there seems to be one team that's not like the rest in the playoffs, and I think Kirk Cousins' playoff time could be rough. But I don't know. You never know. I guess eventually you show up in prime time, right? Maybe after the 10th game. I would love the root for the Vikings. I, I, I like I like a lot of their players. It's just yeah, you know, I love the Vikings roster. They're fun to watch, and their defense playing just good enough. So I hate watching Kirk Cousins play football, but I do love the Minnesota Vikings roster generally. I think they have a lot of talent, but Kirk Cousins is boring. It was great to aspect. see. It was great to see Justin Jefferson finally gritty again. Like get yeah. that man a touchdown. We'll see what they can do against the Bills. They finally got a, a another tough, real football team they have to play this week, and not going to be have to go tough. to Buffalo. So, well, I think Their it's at one o'clock, ain't it? Their next yeah. four weeks are tough. Their next four weeks are against real solid defenses. They get Dallas too in this four week stretch. Uh, I looked at their schedule. I can't remember the other two, but they are top 10 units. I want to say New England is one of them. They're at New England, who was playing as a top five defense as well. So, we're going to see what Kirk is about. Um, but I just I just think this team's exciting. I've I've had fun watching this team. It's it's a hard New England at home. Smitty Smitty's a Vikings fan, one of our good friends, and I know he has a heart attack every time they're on the field. Um but I can say that, that my he went to that game with this girl. I know he was sweating that whole thing out. Oh for sure. <laughs> oh my god. But what a catch by Justin Jefferson. Great coverage, better catch. It was a great catch. Um so I'm gonna say that my Packers divisional pick is chalked it is absolutely chalked um uh, completely tarnished for all of us but we all i think most of us if not all of us picked the vikings to make the playoffs i did i had him as a wild card i definitely had him in the wild card i, I never yeah, not i'm believe. pretty I sure i had them as a wild card team as well i had him as a wild card i picked them as my seven seed over the saints so i think that was a good call yeah <laughs> i had the saints out as well i had the cardinals out i had <laughs> i had the saints in <laughs> Anyway, on to the next division. What you got, Chalmers? I want to talk about the awful NFC South. Uh, let's, let's talk about it. it. Um, this division is a mess at the current moment. It's gross. Uh, the Bucks have not been the Bucks that we all expected. Let's just say that. Um, they have been injured, to be fair. I'm not a Bucs apologist they by, are, by they any stretch, bad. but they have been having uh, a weird rash of injuries. But they kind of had that happen to them last year, too. Every, actually, they had the year they won the Super Bowl. They just got all of them healthy at the same time. Um, they were the healthiest team that year going into the playoffs. So 
But yeah, the, Ryan, this decision the, is is no good. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, Chalmers. It, the injuries that have happened to them, it's hard to overcome. Like Brady lost a lot in the offseason to start. Then you lose Ryan Jensen for the year. You just lose your best pass rusher in Shaq Barrett. He's done for no the Godwin year. to start. No God Godwin was out early. I mean it and then got hurt. Corner, your back. cornerback situation. I mean, Sean Murphy Bunting, Carlton Davis have all missed time. Uh you know, plus Brady's going through what he's going through. That has to be on his mind consistently. Like that's that's something tough to deal with. But last week, big W, come from behind win. Is this the turnaround that the Bucks need? Can we can they get it rolling? You know, I mean Go ahead, AJ. This is you, bud. Beat up for you. Yeah. All right. Um well, like you touched on, the injuries have killed them since July. With the offensive line injuries, I felt like every time I got an update, it was somebody was getting carted off. Um, again, like I've told multiple people, it, it comes down to our defense. That's how we've been winning games since Brady got there. They get him the ball quick. They, they get turnovers. We have no pass rush. Not having Indominus Sue in the middle with Vita Vea is killing us. Not having JPP on the opposite side of Shaq is killing us. We got Joe Tryon. And we got rookie Logan Hall and Willie Goldston. That that's our pass rush alongside of Shaq, who's no longer there now. We're not getting any pass rush. Devin White is the most overrated linebacker in the NFL, I think. He cannot cover anybody. You can You said it, not me. He <laughs> God sakes. I didn't expect that. I think he is. I love <laughs> Devin White. Devin I White love- caught a fucking bullet today. Oh my God. I know Devin White's just somewhere sitting enjoying dinner with his family, and he just felt like a pain in his side. He has no idea why. Yeah, it wasn't even losing it, bro. He, he gives up on plays. Like, I see a lot of breakdowns from a lot of people that follow the Bucks. He doesn't even try on half the plays anymore. That's and sad. like you said, Sean Murphy Bunton has been hurt. Carlton Davis has been hurt. Jamel Dean's been hurt. Antoine Winfield banged up, but he's still playing, but he's still banged up. Like, we're, we're out there fighting – to get fucking 17 points. <laughs> like, literally. And like, you need to rely on fake-ass pass interference calls. Frankie and I were at the Carolina-Tampa Bay game a couple weeks ago, and Brady was not even looking across the middle at wide-open people, and he's like, let me let me eye down this running back in front of a two-yard <laughs> out and then overthrow him. Well, after Mike Evans dropped that touchdown to start the game, he never looked downfield again. Never looked downfield again. I was about to say though that play was a momentum killer. I mean, Evans had first drive. Yeah, momentum first drive. First play, first drive. Yeah, it was insane. The whole stadium stood up. It was literally right in front of for us. Tom Brady, Mike Evans touchdown connection, and Evans just fucking bobbles it, and <laughs> that was it. Was wild. I didn't. I couldn't have written that if I wanted to as a Falcons fan. But since we're talking about Tampa Bay being tied for first place, the team they're tied with is the terrible Atlanta Falcons. Um, since AJ just got off his chest about how he feels about his Tampa Bay Bucks, I'm going to go ahead and get this off real quick about how Arthur Smith is just ruining the Atlanta Falcons development. In my personal opinion, um, Ty Algier and Caleb Huntley are not two foundational pieces for this franchise in any capacity. Yet we continue to be the most run heavy team in the NFL. We spent two top eight picks on pass catching players in the last two drafts we've had and they continue to just not have plays designed for them 
Marcus Mariota continues to not be able to hit Kyle Pitts when he's running wide open down the field. He overthrew him on a touchdown where there was, the nearest defender was 10 yards away this week. Why is he still on, on the field? What are you expecting to get out of Marcus Mariota that you can't get development-wise out of Desmond Ritter by now at this point? Um, I just – I'm very much over this Arthur Smith agenda of him thinking that we don't need to develop our young players just so he can get his ego off on being this – tough, hard-nosed, run-the-ball head coach. Like, who gives a shit if you're not developing the players that you need to develop? Like, it's it's outrageous to me, and this team continues to just find ways to lose. So, yeah, double fumble, AJ called that before it even happened last week. We were both sitting on the couch watching the game, and he was like, I guarantee you one of these teams is going to lose in a weird way. He said one of them is probably going to fumble, pick up the fumble, run it back, and fumble off. <laughs> while they're running the ball I back. Swear and, on anything I could swear, I called it. He Literally, the next play, it happened. <laughs> I said, both of these teams, the Chargers and the Falcons, always just try to give the game away. Back. And then I said, I said, Chargers are going to fumble. Falcons are going to pick the shit up. Fumble. Literally, it was happening <laughs> after I finished my breath. And I'm like, Frankie's in disbelief because the Falcons just fumbled the ball. After Found the way to Falcons. But he's laughing his ass off at the same time because like I can't believe somebody just called a double fumble. Like <laughs> the craziest thing I felt like I ever done. But to be fair to the Falcons, this defense has played much better than anybody could have expected. Uh, not good, not by any means, but definitely not the worst defense in the NFL. Like I was expecting coming into the year, uh, Tyquan Walker's been a big surprise up front. Uh, Michael Walker on the back end's playing really well. It'd be very nice if we hadn't lost. Uh, AJ Torelli's last few weeks, but he should be coming back. Uh, he's basically the foundation for this defense, so looking pretty good for us. Uh, Deion, Deion Jones trade was kind of caught me off guard, but I was happy to see him go. Um, so I think Tampa Bay should run away with this division still, and last week's win should be, like AJ said, the catalyst they need to get started. But if the Falcons want to, you know, maybe put Ritter in, maybe we can win some games. Who knows? We'll see. I think all of a sudden done this vision, like the biggest thing to remember is like we're still looking at a situation where like it's still the Bucks division. It's only a matter of time before they figure it out. Like none of these other rosters can do it. You know what I mean? Like they're not great rosters. I mean, you got Tom Brady, and outside of that, I mean That's next year, you're looking at four Mariota, Mariota, Baker Mayfield. Whoever the Carolina Panthers draft yeah. in the first round, and what are the Bucks doing at quarterback next year? Those are the four quarterbacks in that division next year. So can we just really, just really quick talk about how terrible the Saints are and how they gave a top ten pick to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they don't have anything to show for how terrible they are, and their cap situation is basically untenable next season. Yeah, like, this team is in a dumpster fire. That I just want to say Roseman. Howie Roseman might be the best GM in football. He's not a might be. There's not a might be in that. He's just period. Yeah, these. I mean, I he's caught a lot of slack when it came down to you know when it came down to the evaluation and taking Rieger over Jefferson. You missed out on DK. You missed out on AJ Brown, but he's made up for it. He's the last two years been the best GM in in football. That's hard to make up for though. I must say, just because he has recent success, he's the best. 
Recent, uh, he won a Super Bowl. This roster was on the he field. put a roster together that was able to win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. He does it through trades, not through the draft. Yeah, and then fleecing that's the, the, the GM's job is to put a roster together. They don't. Oh no, one way. But he's not going to evaluate talent. Then fleecing the Colts with a that. He didn't get rid of Jalen Hurts. You got a top ten pick. You could have very easily gotten rid of Jalen Hurts and gave up on Hurts. Hurts didn't show enough to continue to be a starter in the league. I would say his first two years. Who else have they really developed to be really good? Miles Sanders has been big for them this year. Could have really gave up good. on him. Could have brought in their whole, uh, their another whole running back. Their whole O line is drafted. That whole offensive line is continuously yeah. good. Their defensive line, same thing. He continues right. to develop and draft talent well on the. I mean, now granted, the, to be fair, Hargrave did come from us. Hargrave has been a very solid defensive piece. I say Howie Rosen's blind spot is wide receiver and secondary, but he tends to make up for it with free agency and yeah. their trades. So absolutely. Fucking James Bradbury never expected to be traded. In I, I'm just the Philly. They haven't beat anybody this year. It reminds me of the Steelers two years ago when they went 11 and 0 and they were fraudulent as shit. And it just Philly just seems very similar. But they're not just like winning games. Like they're blowing teams out. It's not like they're oh I'm I'm doing what the Vikings are doing and winning one possession games against the football team on the road like. Right. They're blowing these teams out. Like you can only play the schedule that you're given. And if you look good at the games that you're playing, that's drastically different than looking fraudulent like the Titans or the Vikings. Like that's, I'm not disagreeing I, I with, that, with that, but I'm just saying that I think that they're fraudulent. And when they do come across the you know, the heavyweights in the NFC come playoff time. Who is that? Is that Dallas? I think Dallas fully healthy is better than Philly. I mean, that's fair, but I don't I, – I think San Francisco fully healthy is better than Philly. They're not going to be fully healthy. They got Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Listen, I got I to get – I fucking hate the Eagles. The Eagles look incredible this year. I really right. hate them. I I'm hate them. I'm one of the them, biggest Eagles players you'll ever meet. They're, they're great, like – they're doing so good this year. Like Jalen Hurts, a quarterback who has the rushing ability to escape the pocket if he needs to get the ball out of bounds. Like they're playing a very conservative game on offense, not making or not trying to make many mistakes. And their defense is playing fantastic. I mean, Darius Slay is clamping number ones all year. Darius Slay is their number one corner. He's locking people down and Chauncey Gardner leads the league in interceptions. Like Bro, I don't know get, what you want to say about this. But why can't Philly score in the second half? Who they don't need to. <laughs> they put up some. I mean, that yeah. is a valid point. Yeah. But I mean, if they're it's, already winning. it's not a need to. You you need to still be able to score in right. the second half. You For need to be able to win situations down games. the road. Come week sixteen or week three in the playoffs, where you know you have a tie game. Now you don't. You're not used to being in this situation. It's not familiar territory. You're used to being up by three touchdowns against the Commanders. Like I think if it's to. a close game, it's a close game. You're gonna figure out how to, it's football. Like you know how to play football. That that situation doesn't change as long as you can keep your component. You got those clutch jeans in them. Okay. What? Yeah, we'll Jalen Hurts we'll won the national championship. That's I'd say he's got some clutch jeans. Like you sound. Like that's Tebow won the things I've ever heard. <laughs> and then he won. Then Tebow won a playoff game against the Steelers. One one game against the trash ass Steelers. Why you gotta bring up the? It doesn't count because you don't like the team he did it against. Okay, that's the, that doesn't mean that they're the you best team. I didn't say he was the best. You said, does he have a clutch gene? I said yeah, one yeah, he won win. Mark Sanchez had more. He had like fucking six playoff wins. 
Like Bortles okay. had like two or three. Literally, like yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, silly. That, I don't. You're see making my point. Having much that means success winning in the playoff games isn't as difficult as you're making it sound. If Blake Bortles has three of them motherfuckers, I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts can do it with this Philly team. I just like, don't think they'll be successful in the playoffs. Uh, that's fair. I just don't agree. <laughs> I think this is the yeah, best I, team. I think this is the best roster in the NFC, and I don't even really think it's that close. If the me, if the Niners down. aren't healthy, give me Dallas. Because the Niners aren't healthy. I did, yeah, I'm I'm with Ryan and Frankie here. Uh, I think I think this is the most complete team in the NFC and is in that conversation in the NFL. They are a they are a nasty roster. Um, good in all facets of the game too. No special teams issues. I mean, they're 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 solid all the way around, man. Um, I get Jalen Hurts to you hasn't been that guy to win anything. Got his first sniff of the playoffs last year. Let's see what he does this year. Let's see what it comes down to. You do get them. I mean, you do get them to play in Dallas one more time. So we'll see. Healthy Dak, healthy Jalen. We'll see. The road through the NFC playoffs is probably going to go through Philadelphia. So yeah, it for sure is. And those fans are going to. F- mm. Right. But speak. I mean, sp- what are the going to do? Throw beer cans at Minnesota Vikings fans again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that old lady. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, speaking of, I mean, it's it's the closest division in football. Uh, we talk about a healthy Cowboys team. Solid all around roster. Let's talk about the Giants, Ryan. Are you guys for real? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Dude, look, like, it was great. And I'm glad we're winning games because, like, I mean, I'm not glad because I kind of want to draft pick. But at the same time, I've been so, watching so much losing football. It's nice to see some wins. But yeah, we're fraudulent, dude. Like, our roster is still so shallow. And we're just literally doing the best with what we have right now. And, I mean, off to a decent start. I mean, outside of Saquon Barkley, we don't have a single receiver that has over 300 receiving yards in the season. Um, that's crazy. Um, so do what you want that information. I, they're not like that. But I'm glad to see that. Wondell looked better than I was expecting, though. Yeah, I'll give Wondell credit. But I don't know. We'll see how he does in the long run. I don't really love square receivers. So it's like – fair. Yeah. I will, but I mean, like, be another Brandon Cooks. But the culture, the culture in New York is culture is there. Culture is there. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's all we got, man. Yeah, we, you're talking we, to the number one Brian Dayball fan right there in in Delhi. Yeah, and Fucking the thing is, right like, there. Oh is Daniel God. Jones? Daniel Jones isn't costing you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Daniel Jones is doing enough to win games. He's not costing you games. He's not turning the ball over like he did his first three years in the league. Like something's different about this roster. I know the wide receiver depth is extremely thin, and I know you guys hate Kenny Galladay more than anything. But you're winning games. You're winning games. You look like he was trying to practice. I can't name a member of the secondary for the Giants, though, to be fair, either. Like, how are they playing? Because I feel like (laughs) that's going to come back to bite you as well if you got CeeDee Lamb and A.J. Brown and Terry McLaurin in the day. Defense is just playing the best they can right now. Like straight up. Together. <laughs> I just think they're well coached and outside of that. Fair like, enough. Peppers has been good for us since he's came back though. Or Peppers, excuse me, Landon Collins. My bad. Landon Collins Same has been play. playing good for us since he came back. But outside of that, it's like eh, just a bunch of guys that want to win. Yeah, I love it. I think it's fun to watch. I think you needed it. You've been you've been down a, a dark path since that playoff game in that picture in Miami. It's been a dark path. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Onto the also, NFC West. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, I don't think this division's wrapped up by any means. With the Seahawks sitting at six and three, we don't want to talk about Dallas at all. 
We can talk about Dallas. Let's talk about Dallas. Talk about Dallas. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, they're a legit threat to win the NFC. I mean, they, are. Kind of thr- they are. They are. You talked about you talked about Philly in the playoffs. Why can't Dallas just Dallas in the playoffs? <laughs> right. Like, what is the hell is Dak ever? <laughs> I'm not saying they can. <laughs> oh, we can't just skim over them. I mean, they're six and two. They're a legit threat. They have the best pass yeah, rush in football. They have the best. I just don't rush. see them wow. beating the Eagles. And to they got the best quarterback like, in the division, in my opinion. Not this. To season. be fair, to be fair, Dak has more of a, a you know a seasoned resume in the league than Jalen Hurts. But to to this point, I think Jalen Hurts is the better quarterback in the division. Just to this point, you know, just based through on what I've seen season, in this yeah. season. Yeah, just through this season. Well, yeah, Dak only played four games. Three games. Right, that's and fair. Jalen Hurts look um, fine. Just take a four-game sample from Jalen Hurts, then he's looked better than Dak. Yeah, I don't, don't do like, that with the Cowboys. The Eagles are a top-three running team. On top of you know being a top-five team in points scored, they can beat you any way. I mean, like, and and I know the the second half part where they can't score that that that's that's something to not look over, but. Facts. I thought we were talking about the Cowboys, not the Eagles. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Can Dallas? Can Dallas you guys not I feel like you can't Dallas talk about, about the anything? Cowboys without talking about the Eagles, though, because yeah, the whole can, you're talking about with the Cowboys can. winning the NFC, they have to get over the Eagles. They can't win the NFC if they don't, can't beat the Eagles. But we can't give the Cowboys kudos for what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. I have no. Yeah, the defense I mean, is going back to Philly. Can I'm Dallas about team breakdowns here? But this time you're talking about you're talking about winning you're talking about winning the NFC. Can well, we you, we did say we were talking about our predictions and I picked the Eagles, so yeah, I'm talking about that, not the Cowboys who I didn't pick to make the <laughs> Super Bowl. So, so the NFC championship game. Win. You think Dallas can go in that division? Do you think Dallas can go in and beat Philly in Philly? Yes. It's a okay, division. There you go. Five. There's your analysis. <laughs> like Why said, can't they? I I like this I, roster. I do go like ahead. Dallas. Say what you want to say about Dallas. You keep saying let's talk they have about the Dallas. Best they beat them and you're like, yeah. I think they have a better quarterback. They got they got CD Lamb, who's come on. I have been completely come on, come on, come on. Say turned it. around with CD Lamb. He has turned my head. I can admit it. He's turned my head. He's making plays. Tony Pollard, when he's on the fucking field, dude, he makes plays. The game against the Bears when they put up forty nine. That offense looked incredible. Like the pass rush is there. Secondary, it's got it's got some weakness there. It's not as good as Philly. I'm not gonna say it's better to Philly, but Dallas Philadelphia is a coin flip. Regardless if one team was two and ten and the other was ten and two, you have no idea who's gonna win that game. But we're not talking about winning the game. We're talking about winning the division and winning the NFC. Huh? I said we're not talking about winning a game. We're talking about winning the NFC and winning the. You're saying it goes through Philly, and that's winning a game. You think they're going to go into Philly in the playoffs and win? You think their team, that Dallas team, is that good? I think that they can beat them in Philly. Yes, because I don't think the you, Philly. Okay, team is, is I think that. that is a ridiculous statement. That defense is standing on its head. That offensive line is still not playing well. Tony Pollard is not going to get the bulk of the carries because they won't give up on Zeke. Dak hasn't been able to stay healthy in three years. Uh, never done anything in the playoffs to speak of. A.J. Brown's still a better wide receiver than C.D. Lamb. You wanted to talk about how the Eagles haven't played anybody, and then you brought up the Dallas Cowboys putting up 49 on the Bears. Like, I don't – Let's talk about the most recent game. don't play it. That's fine, but like I said, you can only play the team. I think that one game, their offense looked better than the Eagles did at any point this year. 
Okay. When did the Eagles offense look that good? good? I don't know. A.J. Brown did Moss make a Fitzpatrick. A.J. <laughs> Brown only put up three <laughs> touchdowns in one game. but Awesome. Who against Pittsburgh secondary, who's been getting torts all year, gave up Minka 120 Minka. yards. You just talked yard. about the Bears. You're talking about Minka Fitzpatrick. You're talking about okay. A.J. Brown getting three touchdowns against the Steelers, who will give up 100 yards to a receiver every freaking week unless they're Tampa Bay. I will not listen. Listen, I will not listen to any Minka Fitzpatrick slander. He is an all-pro. Let's not – no, we're not doing this today. But go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. There's nothing to keep going. We've been back having to this, this in a few weeks. <laughs> when we come back to Dallas, we'll, we'll circle back in a few weeks. Yeah, and there's no disrespect. Like, Dallas is good. Yeah, like, I like Dallas, man. Fuck yeah, I think Dallas is a bad team. I'm just Fuck saying they're not the going to beat the Eagles. You guys and, literally didn't want to talk about it. You moved on to the next You'd rather talk about the New York Giants. <sighs> You gotta talk about a team that's six and two, man. Yeah, I just want to talk about my team. I mean, we talked about the Cowboys a little bit. <laughs> you skipped over and went to the NFC West to talk about Geno Smith. Can I get in a word about the Cowboys? I didn't want to interrupt the fucking uh, the uh, <laughs> slander going on down here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they have a great pass rush, which is also always great for playoffs come playoff time. Uh, they just have to get there. I think they can get a wild card spot. It's going to be tough because the Eagles are playing such a tough football, and they both play easy schedules. So it's kind of like as long as the Eagles don't completely fall off, the Cowboys probably won't catch them. Um, but it's a tough man. The only thing I worry about is like Ceedee Lamb has been improved this year, and I like what I'm seeing. He's making plays that I want to see. But like come playoff time, is he going to be able to go up against a Darius Slay in a big spot and win those matchups or like? It's literally the only corner I could think of. It sucks that it's the Eagles, but like, can you win those matchups? And what's up? Like, Zeke is still not going to be, it's still going to be the lead back. But I don't know why they hate Pollard. They despise him, but he's an efficient runner. <laughs> Dead ass. He's playing better than Zeke every game. And it's, it's not even close. Not out there. I still like the Cowboys, but I think the Eagles are going to end up with this division. But you know, he's a very he was so passionate about that talk, man. He was so passionate. Um like I said, the NFC West, I don't think it's wrapped up by any means. I we all had the Seahawks pegged to be a bottom five roster. Uh they are yeah. outperforming expectations drastically. Kenneth Walker looks legit. They have a legit threat of a run game. Um Geno Smith looks rejuvenated and looks revived. They look like they fleeced the Denver Broncos on this trade. Um, is it the Seahawks division to win? Or do you think the Rams can find a rejuvenation here from week 10 on? Do you, th- you know what I mean? Do you think this is it? You think this the Seahawks is, got this wrapped up? This is a two-horse two race and the Niners and the Seahawks. The Niners, the, excuse me. The Rams I'm are here to say anything. I'm talking about the Niners, catch yeah, the Niners. Y'all, not the – yeah, not the Rams. Yeah, Rams is, look this is Niners here. Seahawks division to talk about. The Rams, I mean, we can talk about the whole division if you want. The Cardinals are disappointing, and the Rams are one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL, bar none. But to be fair, we all, division pick, winners, we all did but, pick the Rams to win the division. No, so. I, picked the, I picked the Rams you to win the bowl Niners. again. You picked the Niners. You're right. I'm sorry. Three yeah, of the four picked the Rams to win this division. Yeah, I picked the Niners just because I didn't think that the Rams – I didn't like what I was hearing about uh, Stafford's shoulder going into the season, and that's 
seemed to hold up pretty well yep. so far. Yep. Um, uh, the Niners defense standing on its head like it always does. They added Christian McCaffrey and lost Debo, and then Debo's about to get thrown right back into the mix. So Brandon Ayuk is having his best season so far as a pro, I'd say, or at least his best season since his rookie year. I've been waiting for it. but He hasn't been yeah, in the doghouse yet. Fingers crossed. Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully he can avoid it for the rest of his life because that was brutal. But I think that uh, the Seahawks have a chance to, to take this division if Geno can – Obviously, if Gino can continue to play at the level he's played at, I don't think that the Seahawks are anybody to take lightly. But uh, I think this Niners team is still really talented top to bottom. I do not like Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. That is very unfortunate, but I was not a huge Trey Lance guy either. So can't say too much. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, but top to bottom, the rest of that roster is is loaded, and I think they can win that division still. I tend to agree with you. Um, only because I had the Seahawks pegged to be a bottom five roster. Um, like I said, this division's not over by any means. I had the Rams picked. Unfortunately, most of us did. They look lost. Absolutely yeah. lost. And, yeah. Biggest yeah. thing is Stafford doesn't look like Stafford, and that's really concerning. Yeah. He does. I mean, the connection, with him, the connection with him and Cup is still there, but, like, at this point, it's kind of like, okay, just find Cooper Cup and then just conserve the yards <laughs> that he does get, and we're going to end up winning the game. They don't have a run game whatsoever. So it's kind of all on Stafford's arm, and his shoulders got to be blown. Something's not right with him. I don't know what it is. I don't he know if it's like a confidence thing or anything, but he just – it's not – it doesn't look the same from last year or it's really any time in his career, to be honest with you. Stafford, Stafford was tied with Trevor for the turnovers last year. Turnovers are biting him in the ass this year. Defense isn't playing as well. They're a bottom five pass yard, like defense as opposed to defending the pass. There's no run game. There's no there's no upfront offensive line play. The Rams just look awful. But yeah. Stafford's being Stafford. He's turning the ball over at a high rate again. This doesn't. This has never changed in his career. That's yeah, but with no production yeah. this year, which makes it worse. I was about to say, the touchdowns yeah. and the yardage have always been there, though. You can't right. just need right. those away. But the, don't, yeah, don't do not do that, Stafford. The perfect yeah. trifecta, like, the what? defense was there, the lead defensive play, the, you know, the coaching scheme, like, McVay, like, they just seem like they don't care. Like, this whole team is just chalked. Like, I mean, I just, most of them talked about retiring after they won yeah. the Super Bowl, so that's very fair to say they probably don't care as much as they did. They just don't year. give a damn. They it don't sucks. draw up plays for anybody not number 10. Yep, right. right. Facts. Like, Allen Robinson's just out there getting conditioning. There's no run game. Catching double screens. Double screens. For what? Why is Allen Robinson For catching these screen passes? For what? In 2022. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just have not. This team. Just, Does anybody have anything to say about the Seahawks? I, I, I feel like we. Uh... Kenneth Walker looks legit. He is. Um, they got that adds another aspect to that offense. They could give them a little bit of a push. I mean, they still have DK Metcalf and. <sighs> You know, they don't have a lot, but the stuff they do have so far has been just fine. Uh, Pete Carroll's coaching a great team this year. I will say, too, their offensive line looks physical and dominant. They are playing very stellar up front. They do lead the league in, you know, in uh, just the initial push up front, like the yards where Kenneth Walker before he's getting hit. It's a great thing to see. 
They're running right. the ball. They're playing physical. They're back to P. Carroll football. That's what he always loves to do. DK hasn't completely disappeared either. Tyler Lockett hasn't disappeared. They both have been serviceable. Yeah. Uh, I don't More mind this well, They've been really good. <laughs> real life, not talking fantasy, real life, they've been solid all year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, even yeah. fantasy-wise. Lockett I think they got like four tight ends that have contributed all year. That yeah, my man, Will Disley. Will Disley, baby. My man, Will Disley. <laughs> no a fan. for this for three years. <laughs> Oh, also, Quadri Diggs is a beast. Just want to throw AJ, that out. AJ, how do you feel about right. the NFC West? It's uh, right there with the NFC South. I just think <laughs> it's a pretty decent division. It's now, just, look, at least I don't – go ahead. Arizona's not well run. They need to just fire Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, they're, they're tied with Kyler Murray now, so they got to, you know – Build around him, and him and Kingsbury do not have a good relationship. Every week, you're seeing Kyler getting into it with somebody different. This past week, it was DeAndre Hopkins. Like, you think they got a chance to bring in a guy like Sean Payton? No, I don't think Sean Payton. Kyler, no, Sean Payton's probably going to try to follow Lamar Jackson. You seen that? I didn't see that, but he's going to have to try to follow him to Atlanta. Come on, we're talking about the division. Sorry, sorry, continue. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. Um, I think Kingsbury should be gone last week. They're not. They haven't been successful. I just don't know what they would do to help Kyler if they got rid of Cliff because there's not a lot of good young offensive coaches still ready to be plucked from to put into head coaching positions. They didn't got to be a coach. Look at the Colts. They hired Jeff Saturday. (laughs) I don't think that's a good role model. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even have a winning record out of high school. (laughs) <laughs> three was it three and eight his last three, three and eight, eight three and seven with his last that's team. That's not good. Now the high he's school barely team. a good center. He played with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did all the work for him. Called yeah, out the hey, that's a goat center. Yeah, I would say better, barely a good center. What? It's like a five time Peyton Manning did all that. He was he was all pro in Green Bay. Yeah, give me Peyton. Aaron Rodgers did all that. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it's silly that they have him as their head coach. That's why I'm saying that. It's more of a bit, but yes. I think that no, the NFC West is still the Niners to lose. It is tough. I mean, AJ's not wrong, though. Wow. This team's just not – they're not gelling. Like, him and Cliff just don't get along. I agree with that. Um, oh, well. Nobody weird. thinks – Jump to the AFC. Well, so, what about, like, Frank Reich? You think Frank Reich could come in here and get Kyler no. situated? Frank Reich's <laughs> – Fair enough. I think Frank Reich needs to go to Jacksonville. We can talk about that later. Jacksonville. We will talk about that later. I am happy, though, the Seahawks, on a side note, the Seahawks are not involved in our wins total for our bet. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, what? Let's jump. Let's jump to the – let's go to the north. Um, I think Delhi is the only one that picked against the Ravens to start. And he has Cincinnati. Yo, um, baby. <laughs> Who day? Who day? Hey. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, the Ravens scared me for a three-game stretch. They scared me. They scared um, me every game. Yeah. I was gonna say, what are you talking about? <laughs> every fucking week, uh, I feel like the Ravens just, are about to lose. They were. They're so frustrating. Like you're up twenty to three in Baltimore against the Bills. 
you go, you lose to the Giants. I mean, we can keep going down the list with the Ravens. They they have been frustrating. They're playing. They're not playing good football in the second half. They, have they lost any teams with losing records? No. Dolphins, no. Bills. Giants. Dude, they're up 35. Giants. They're up 35-14 on Miami going into the third quarter. Like Miami's leading that division right now. They're not they're in the AFC in the AFC East right now. So dude, if I'm a Ravens fan, I've just been I've been frustrated. I would be frustrated with everything that's happened in these games like that. But Eric DaCosta makes a good move, goes and gets Roquan Smith. Tyus, Tyus Bowser comes Great back. Oh, Tyus Bowser Tyus Bowser comes back. Jesus. That's you what? Easy for you to say, Chalmers. <laughs> Shoe, uh, <laughs> but again, they're not, not healthy. Again, they're not healthy. They're not healthy. Your number one running back, another knee procedure. Gus banged up again. Huh. Just came back banged up. Kenyon Drake's played great. No, Kenyon Drake has played well in the red zone. Andrews, Andrews yeah, isn't healthy. He's been fine. Just, just, the, Andrew, just good in the red zone. Andrews isn't healthy. Bateman's out for the season. Um, so Lamar Jackson has the worst stable of pass catchers, period, in the NFL, right? No, no, I would say nah, Green Bay. Green Bay. Giants. I would Fair. yeah, the Giants for sure. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so they have a bottom five. <laughs> bottom five, I'll say. They still That's have Mark Andrews. Right. I'm saying you take out Mark Andrews though, it it gets real, real ugly, real, real quick. Right, but you can't just take him out. I, d- I said bottom five. I I amended it. I amended it. But Mark Andrews is also hurt, so he missed the last two games. So Lamar Jackson has been operating with absolutely nothing. And even Fox, with Mark maybe. Andrews, no, Devin Duvernay's been solid. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not even going to entertain that. He's been okay for being Devin Duvernay, but he's not even close to the level of a number one wide receiver that Lamar Jackson needs to. <laughs> like, I, Me and Deli were talking about this the other day. Lamar Jackson won an MVP with a stable of pass catchers that you literally couldn't Google their names if you tried right now. Like, If I said, name me three wide receivers the year Mark, or Lamar Jackson won MVP, I don't think you could do it. But wide receiver. Hollywood Brown was on that team. Yeah, Hollywood Brown. Hollywood was Brown was hurt that year. He still played. He was not hurt the whole year. Fact. Okay. Fair. Willie Snead was on that team. You probably had Chris Moore. Hey, we're getting somewhere nice. We're getting somewhere, baby. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can name three wide receivers. That's cool. Those none of those people are good at football. Like most, some of them not even. The average Brown is NFL good at fan football. would not know any of the three. Maybe Marquise Brown they got lucky. So Hollywood Brown he got board. traded this year, so they Mark Andrews was still name. on that team. I said wide receivers, but I'm not gonna. He doesn't block. Mark Andrews. He doesn't have one blocking down on the entire season this year. And And he's been hurt for a good portion of this year. But my point still is that Lamar Jackson is doing more with less than I think anybody else in the league has to do. Um, We talk about him blowing these leads. I don't think that's on him per se. (laughs) If the defense starts giving up points, that's a defensive problem, not an offensive problem. Obviously, he's got to continue to score points. But even in that Dolphins game, it's not like he stopped scoring touchdowns after they had a big lead. 
Um, the defense just could not stop Miami for anything. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill went nuclear. Um, but I think this Ravens team is still one of the best teams in the NFL, even putting aside their record. Even the, like I said, the teams they've lost to are all top teams in the AFC and top teams in the NFL. They're not losing to bad teams. They're winning the games they're supposed to win, and they're blowing the teams out that they're supposed to blow out, or at least not having those games be competitive. So I think the Ravens are good. The Bengals are starting to come on. I'll admit that, but I'm still not really buying into them, especially minus Jamar Chase for however long they're going to be out Jamar Chase. So uh, the Steelers just are not competing in any capacity. Kenny Pickett has not looked any good at all, but that's not shocking to me. If you listen to anything that we did in the offseason talking about the Steelers, you'll know that I am a huge Kenny Pickett hater. So, yeah, NFC North, I still think is pretty much a two-horse race again. Didn't even mention the Browns. Um. So can I get a little controversial here for just, yeah. just a second? I'm ready to have this conversation already. With the Ravens barely scraping by on some of these games, do you think that uh, the Ravens are looking to give Lamar Jackson this massive contract like the rest of these teams are given? Um, on top of Lamar Jackson wanting all that money, they have a backup quarterback in Tyler Huntley who has performed – pretty well in Lamar Jackson's absence when he's been hurt. Um, do you think they might pull more like the Seahawks are doing and just let Lamar go to another team and just keep your backup and see what you can do? Or, like, how are we no, feeling about Lamar? Gonna franchise tag them. They're going to franchise no. tag them because they have the franchise tag still. But I don't think Lamar's going to want to play under the franchise tag, and I don't think that they're going to want to give him the contract that he deserves. But right. Yeah. He has one franchise tag left. That's Bring it. him to Tampa. Bring him to Atlanta. He has Please, thank you. Arthur Can Smith I... wants to run the ball so much. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on down, Lamar. We got you, bro. <laughs> yeah. The $230 million he wants guaranteed. It's not – Eric DaCosta is not paying it. I'm just going to say that now. I, was just, I just didn't know. I didn't want to read the room. I feel like the Ravens could be looking at not – picking up Lamar Jackson next year. Oh, I think, I think they're the only, only only doing it under the franchise tag. I think there's okay. zero chance of them giving him a $230 million fully guaranteed contract next season, even yeah, though I Lamar, think they should. And Lamar is not playing under a one-year franchise tag. He's just not doing it. Why would he? He shouldn't. Anyway, like I want another to MVP that has on the move somewhere because Sean Payton – and a quote, Sean Payton said, I'm a free agent next year, and so is Lamar Jackson. Listen, that would be wild. But I, don't, I hate Sean Payton, so I don't want to see anything good happen to him. <laughs> On a side note, the Bengals' run game finally got going last week. Joe Mixon went nuclear. And uh, the Bengals are still in this. Uh, yeah. I'm always for a Super Bowl hangover. I think those things are real. But I'll say Joe Burrow and the Bengals were a little spotty to start. Then they started hitting their stride. They started rolling, started playing good football. Um, can they win this? Thing? I mean, they're they're not out of this thing by any means either. They're down one game with a, with a game against the Ravens left to play. Uh, plus, they get one more game against us. That's a free W, boys. <laughs> 
I, I don't think the AFC North's over by any means. I just want to say that the Ravens pick that three of the four of us had is standing upright right now. Looks good. Um, I'm right here, though, baby. Only one game You back. are. Are you right there? Right right here. <laughs> uh, tomorrow is a press conference from Sean McDermott. Um, this could be a scary press conference. Uh, they're talking UCL injury. Tough one. Yeah, it could be a tough one. They're talking UCL injury to Josh Allen. Whether it's completely torn like Ben did or whether it's partially, that'll be how they determine what's going to go on with Josh Allen. Um, we all picked the Bills to win this division. I have Miami as a wild card team. That could flip the script very quick, depending on how tomorrow goes. Um, let's, let's get into the AFC. <clears throat> let's get into the AFC East, boys. Um, Can I kick this off? Because, listen, like – at the beginning of the season, I had this division pegged as potentially one of the worst ones with, like, really all I had was Buffalo and Miami at the top and another two I was worried about. This division's competitive this year for whatever reason. The Jets have figured it out. They look like they're playing pretty good football. Uh, the Patriots' defense is literally carrying that. And Ramondre Stevenson is carrying that team to wins. Uh, I don't know. This division's kind of crazy this this year, and uh, you see Josh Allen missed some time with his UCL. That Bills pick gonna be out the window. Yeah, you didn't even have Miami making the playoffs. Facts. Well, I still had him second the division. I didn't say that. I didn't give him that much. <laughs> you I didn't told him that me that Drummers and I had the Dolphins making the playoffs. You told me there was no way. Did you, AJ? I, uh, my bad. Hold you on. I said not no way. I said I don't think. Different. You said, Different. you said these wide receivers have to suffer. Only one's going to be great; the other suffers. Oh, I do remember. I do remember all that slander this offseason. Come on, man! I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I still stand on that. I'll, I'll die on that hill. That's fine. Jalen yeah. Waddle and Tyreek Hill are going nuclear. They're they are. Top not only is he supporting oh. <laughs> top, top one wide or wide receiver one, they're top five wide receivers. Yeah, that's Jaylen, wild. yeah, dude. There's no. This is a fun team. Mike McDaniel has so this fast, team. dude. It's so so fast, so, silly. so fast. And then you get a weird guy. Who? He is a weird guy. I love him to death, though. Oh yeah, he's, he's so weird. I, I think he's one of the most fun coaches in the NFL. <laughs> Bro, he reminds me of Ryan. <laughs> did you see him? Did you see him on the sideline telling Justin Fields to stop running <laughs> or stop yeah, scrambling? You didn't <laughs> listen to the coaching. You seen that press <laughs> conference? <laughs> He's he fucking said, hilarious. I told him to stop scrambling and he wouldn't listen. <laughs> Didn't take the coaching. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with him? But I will say this. But yeah, I think the Dolphins definitely have a chance to win this division if, if Josh Allen misses time for any reason. Um, I don't think we should be sleeping on the Jets too much, but I don't necessarily trust Zach Wilson. They're getting the ball out of his hand incredibly fast, just dump off after dump off after screen after dump off and slants like I they don't trust him and they shouldn't trust him but I mean hey that defense is playing well Dude, uh, Garrett Wilson is looking really team. good yeah yeah that they defense is everywhere. this Jets team looks so incredibly identical to 2011 2012 <laughs> with Rex Ryan Mark Sanchez and Sean Green it looks so identical I'm not Saying sauce is Revis, but he's he is locking people down for the most part. Sauce is sauce is a top ten NFL defender already, right? Like I'm, not, like say, I'm, not, I'm just not saying he's Revis because Revis is my no. defensive rookie of the year. Same. Quentin Williams <laughs> finally having his breakout. 
Quentin Williams is causing havoc back there. Quentin Williams, if he's the second best interior defensive player aside from Aaron Donald. I agree. Right this, Cam Hayward. this year. Yeah, this year. This Fair year. Enough. And CJ Mosley finally playing for him after they signed him <laughs> that five year contract. Oh, the second year. He was like, COVID. After he got that he's like, COVID. Nah, next year. He's like, I'm hurt, but he never got hurt. And now he's finally playing and he's a beast. <laughs> My man and literally took a vacation for two years after literally, he got a fully guaranteed contract for the Jets. Like he was like, I don't even want to play. Smart man. I'll be here in two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robert Sala has that defense playing incredible. I yeah. like I just don't want to sleep on them. I like Miami to overcome them as far as positioning and the standings, but I just I would not sleep on that team. I just can't pick Zach Wilson for nothing. Nobody yeah, more. no, that's what I was going to get rated into. So, like, that whole team looks good except for Zach Wilson. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, Mark Sanchez was true. better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not good at football. I'm sorry. That's not that's not Mark, the quarterback. Like, yeah. say, Mark Sanchez wasn't great, but he was better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. I mean, now. he is infamous for the butt fumble, but take that away from me. He wasn't that. Went to that. three straight AFC championship games. <laughs> like, that's even. I'm serious, but you can't say he was Zach Wilson bad. <laughs> you know who's bad? Mac Jones. Terrible. He's looked awful. He, he had bad. seven good games to start his career, and he has looked god awful ever since. Um, I'll take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones. I'll say it. I don't want either of them, but yeah, I probably would Welcome do it. This both, but sure, why not? Yeah, I'll <laughs> take Bailey Zappi over both of them. Bill Belichick is doing wonders with that defense right now. Judon leads the league in sacks, right? 11 and a half? Yes. <laughs> That's Every really time this man loses a star cornerback, he's like, all right, next man up. <laughs> Jonathan Jones now is out here strapping. Literally just every, <laughs> other, every other corner is just the best quarter in the league for a year. <laughs> I just want to circle back to the Jets one time. I'm so glad the Ravens let Wink Martingdale go. Thank you. They are the heaviest blitzing team in the league. Like I said, they fly around the field, dude. Like this team's fun to watch. This I dude, thank God. I'm just so glad he's out of our division. Thank you. Can you imagine Robert, you got you got any uh you got any alcohol to pour out for your boy? I'm not saying can you imagine that they have Bruce Hall? Can you you got you got a little liquor to pour out for your boy, Charlie? Yeah, hold on. I'm literally, so ready for him to talk about Brees Hall. Anytime you talk about the Justice Man, cannot go two minutes without talking about Brees Hall. No, he we're not going to talk a whole about segment without talking about Brees Hall. I can't even. No, believe. we're not going to talk about, about the Jets. We're not going to talk about Brees Hall. It sucks when you lose your backup running back, but they're still doing all right. <laughs> if you the the thing about this is is like. You got an injury cop out, but if you can't sit here and admit that Brees Hall is a stud, then we, then you're, then we're seeing things completely different. See, we, don't have, we're, we just said we're not talking about Brees Hall. Shut the fuck up. Respectfully. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save the West for last. Let let's let's AFC South dumpster fire. Let's talk about this dumpster fire. Outside of the Tennessee, and it's outside of the Tennessee. There's still a dumpster fire. Not even outside of Tennessee Titans. There's 
Come on now. They're the guy outside I, of Derrick Henry. They're, they're five and they're five and two, and they just took the Chiefs to overtime. It was you know they're what frauds. I mean? Frauds. They're frauds. But you know who's this not is the a fraud? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, the king. I've been telling y'all. Everybody looked at me silly when I said he was going to come back like a fucking machine, like the Terminator in the off season. Sure enough, this man is out here racking up. <laughs> What's that? I got him at four, all four. Cash out, baby. He is a – I don't think that there's ever been a running back like Derrick Henry that I've seen play football. Like, he, and it's so special to watch. He was just running away from dudes who were legit, like, I don't know, 100 pounds less than him playing the Chiefs. Like, it's wild. He is the best Even running back in football. Chalmers over here is the biggest Derrick Henry hitter in the world. He's been telling me year after year there's no shot he rushes more than that. He's no shot he rushes. Even after a 1,600-yard season, he told me he was going to fall off, and I kept him on our roster, and guess what? He got 2,000 yards that season. <laughs> he is, then he, he did it again good. next year. He, he still looked this great. Man, he two weeks ago, 219 rushing yards, and their quarterback had a total, total 60 yards. He led the league in rushing last year for four weeks after he got hurt. Yeah. He didn't play it before. With weeks, Jonathan Taylor having a career year. Different. Built different. <laughs> all I said was be cautious of the foot injury. That's all I said. That's all <laughs> I said. Be cautious. And all I said was he's going to take that bitch off like it's a piece of a machine and screw a new foot on and he's going to be good to go. <laughs> and guess what the hell that man did? He strapped that bitch right the hell on. That man's foot's probably still go. broke. He's just out there running. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he just don't care. Get on the back. <laughs> That's Dude is just funny. built like I've, I've been saying for years now, bro. He's a linebacker that can run the football very, very well. It's scary. He's massive. And somehow they're going to play the Ravens again in the playoffs <laughs> and lose. <laughs> that would be the quickest playoff game of all time. There would be like 80 runs in that game. There would be no passing. I'd bet on the over for run, rushing attempts. I'm betting on the under for the score because they're not going to have enough time to score. Clock's just gonna keep moving. I hate this division, but like, here's here's the thing. I've wanted to talk about them this whole podcast. I thought we were gonna get a little bit here quicker. How we feel about uh, Jacksonville? How what's the what's the radar on Trevor Lawrence? Worried. I worried. I'm worried about him. Like, granted, even after last week, you can't count last year. That's what a lot of people say. But he still was in the NFL. He still saw an NFL defense every week. His own eyes, not what he's being coached. And to me, I don't think he's made big strides this year as far as reading defenses. He's making some very bad, poor decisions with the football. Yeah, And he's getting bailed out a lot. A lot of these aren't being intercepted when they should. He's got a lot of dropped interceptions. And I don't know where he stands at this year as far as turnovers, but I know last year he was tied with Stafford, and it just doesn't seem to look much better this year. He's lucky he's got ETN back there because my man is skyrocketing to the moon. And I I don't know. I'm in 100% worried mode as a Trevor Lawrence owner. Yeah, so I'm not – AJ's level of worry just yet, but I will say that I am get, beginning to get a little concerned. 
Um, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. I do think that the Jaguars would be wise to bring in Frank Reich uh, after what Frank Reich and uh, Peterson did for the Eagles. I think that that would be wise for them to try to do for Trevor Lawrence as well. Uh, I think if you can get Carson Wentz and Nick Foles to play that well, why not try that out on Trevor Lawrence? Um, but yeah. I do think Trevor Lawrence is taking leaps and bounds. Like, just look at last week's game. He was special last week. He made some special throws. The thing about Trevor Lawrence is when he makes those throws and when he makes those special plays, it just looks perfect every time. So he just draws you back in every time you see it. The problem with Trevor Lawrence is he doesn't do it all the time. So There's so few and far between, bro. Like He hasn't been the Andrew Luck prospect that I think everybody was expecting, but I still think that he has the upside to get there. I don't think he's going to get there this season, and I don't – so I think just by that aspect, you kind of have to take away those Andrew Luck comparisons because Andrew Luck drugged the Colts to a playoff berth his first year in the AFC South. And pretty much every year he played after that and won playoff games with a Colts team that is not very good, as you can see. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think he's obviously as good as Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning or any of these other quarterback prospects that he was compared to. But I do still think the talent's there for him to reach that upside. So here's my take with Trevor Lawrence. I'm still about the same where I've always been with Trevor Lawrence, where he I think he will be good. Um, but, yeah, I am getting a little bit worried. And you can argue it's because, I mean, they did pay Christian Kirk, but Christian Kirk still isn't this, like, phenomenal receiver. They do have Kevin Ridley on the way, but he can't touch the field. Um so we'll we'll see what's up with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I still think you can do it. I the worried radar is a little up for me. Um, but what do you think? A better or worse career path than Baker Mayfield? Just like better. just just stat better. alone, not like any of the other antics and all that shit. But like better. statistics alone, better than Baker Mayfield. Baker's awful. Yeah. He's dog shit. He had a I couple years Baker... in Browns where he was not bad. The only year with the Browns I liked down Baker. is one of the worst first round picks ever. Was his rookie pit? Was his rookie year where he broke Peyton's rookie se- rookie single season touchdown record? That's a okay. that's the only thing he ever did significant in his career with the Browns. The, the thing has been going up better than Baker, but I mean, I think you could argue. The thing <laughs> about Trevor is, it's like the arm talent's there. Everything's there. It. He the mechanics the mechanics at time the mechanics at times are spotty like there's there's the decision times making this... isn't there though you can't say it's all there the decision making with Trevor Lawrence is just not right. there that's the right. thing with Trevor that's Lawrence like, I'm talking about just all the natural arm talent like I, I've watched him multiple times miss oh, simple sure. routes five yard slants ten yard comebacks throws that he this kid has has to make he's not making them it's not there. He's on and, the Eli Manning career arch. Yeah, and it, I don't. It's just I'll I, take it. If Trevor Lawrence gets two Super Bowls, I think he did all right for oh, Okay. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, I've saw this question come up a lot: Is Justin Fields deserving to be ahead of Trevor Lawrence? No. Justin and Fields I mean, had. Two good games, and last game he was a better runner than he was a passer. And I agree. With Not you. saying that that's a problem as a quarterback, because I think any he'd be added... one since week five. I agree with you. I agree. I I do think that obviously, like the ability Rushing. to stay in the pocket and right. 
throw the football will save his longevity. But based off of the last five weeks from Justin Fields, he's played better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there's questions that have come out. and I mean, it is what it is, but. Are you ready to make that decision? Would you say that? No, no, because I like Trevor. I do think Trevor is generational, like from what I saw at Clemson, high school, things like that. I want to give him time, but I don't know how much more time is enough time to give him to be fair with an evaluation. Fair enough. Um, Dumpster fire. Colts, terrible. Terrible. Right. Right, Experiment, terrible, awful, not great. Jonathan Taylor. Disappointing O line. Just to give a shout out to the Texans, Damian Pierce, very good. Looks very good. Damian Pierce is really good. But Derek Stingley, very good. Derek Stingley, like Derek Stingley. He's been good. Um, AFC West. I picked the Chargers. Five and three. The Chargers are going to charge her, boys. I did, you couldn't That's convince great. me in the offseason. The Chargers are going to charge her. Question for Been you. trying to tell you, man. Chiefs. Chiefs got that division wrapped up. Everybody was worried about the Tyreek Hill loss. It's not wrapped up. It's one game. It's six it's six and two, five and three. It's not over. I do not trust this Chargers team. They should have lost last week to Atlanta. Uh don't trust them to win any important big game. The they what's his name? Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator. Doesn't like throwing the ball downfield for whatever reason. Continues to just run these hitch routes and slants and comebacks with Justin Herbert, who has one of the strongest arms in the league. I know they don't necessarily have a deep downfield threat at wide receiver, but dial something up. Like, you're the offensive play caller. Call a fucking play that's going to work and get these guys open. Don't just be like, oh, we're going to dump the ball off to Austin Eckler 100 times or catch Joss Palmer on this comeback real quick. Like, got to do something more innovative. The Chiefs, I think, are just – world's better and ready to compete. I don't think the Chargers are ready to compete at all. I think they built a roster to compete, but the coaching staff is just not there. AJ had a question. AJ, go ahead, man. Like, how much better do we think Justin Herbert is than Trevor Lawrence? I was not expecting that. Um, We're on that level with Justin Herbert? I don't think it's close. I think it's a fair question, but I don't think that I think Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's better, but I don't think that I don't think that it was the gigantic, you know, trench that it was in the offseason, obviously. Like it was Justin Herbert top three to five quarterback in the league and Trevor Lawrence ascending guy. And at this point I would say Justin Herbert is a bottom, I don't know bottom eight quarterback in the league this season. He's not, I mean, he's not elevating the team to any success. He's not doing anything special with the roster that he has. He's got Austin Eckler. He's got Mike Williams. Well, had Mike Williams. Keenan Allen can't stay on the field. So that's a little frustrating, but Josh Palmer. Like yeah. Josh Palmer seems to be a very reliable wide receiver for this team, but I don't know. I think it's more on coaching for Herbert than anything else, but at the same time, what is Herbert doing to elevate this roster? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think it's the, like I said. I think it's the Chiefs to wrap up. I don't. I don't trust the Chargers to do anything of significance to compete with the Chiefs 
down the road. Down the road. I can't believe the Justin Herbert slander I'm hearing right now. That's so crazy. <laughs> I do think he is a a world class talent. It just hasn't all come together yet. Like it. I mean, Justin Herbert has a lot of intangibles to be an elite QB. It hasn't all come together yet. I, you could chalk it up to being Brandon Staley's fault, Joe Brady's injury on the offensive line, wide receiver injuries, things like that. There's a lot of things that come into play here. But I do think AJ serves a great question. I do think I do think that gap is a lot closer, like Frankie said, than it was in the offseason. I really do. I have not been impressed with Herbert ever since the, uh, the Raiders game last year. Oh, I your boy. that's my boy. I don't I don't know what you're gonna tell you. I don't know how you can like slander <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and say that like Oh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm worried about him and all this shit. And then say that you would take Trevor Lawrence close to Justin Herbert. So you feel the same way about Justin Herbert? Like, okay, maybe he's like not gonna pan out. I mean, he's no, 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 no. I would, like I said, I think he's still gonna be better than Lawrence. And I, but I also didn't think Herbert was going to be as good as he was when he got drafted. I was a big Herbert fan coming out of Oregon, but I, nobody thought he right. was gonna look the way he did when he came in for Tyrod Taylor. Right. Like he just, he took the hell off. He looked nuclear, but since then it hasn't been like our team started to figure Justin Herbert out and seeing him to a way that he isn't comfortable attacking. But I think Justin Herbert is smart enough and talented enough to overcome some of those deficiencies. But I really think this coaching staff is holding him back. I would uh, I would say that Mahomes had a down year his third year and Justin Herbert is going to be just fine. He threw it for over 5,000 passing yards last year. To both seasons over 30 touchdowns, he's going to be fine. But <laughs> did Mahomes still have like a 30 to 10 interception ratio? Did Mahomes win an MVP in year two? <laughs> and a Super Bowl? <laughs> Super Bowl was year three, I think. I'm just saying, I'm not with the shit. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert in the same conversation. I get that they're both prospects, but like Trevor Lawrence hasn't done anything close to what Justin Herbert's done at all. That's fair. I don't think I that. Don't, what what, what Herbert, also, the question is, what done. has Herbert done? Really yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like what the on the field, like regular season statistical success hasn't translated to team success. Who is Justin Herbert? Matthew Stafford puts up a lot of passing yards. That's a fair comparison. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford just won a bowl. After how many years? After what, 13 years in the league? I mean, Justin <laughs> Herbert's going to be in the league for just as long. <laughs> so if, That's fair. If Herbert <laughs> has a Matthew Stafford career, there's nothing wrong with that. But right. that's not near Patrick Mahomes' level. It's not the John Elway comparison that he was getting to, at the beginning of the offseason, though. He went from John Elway to Matt Stafford. That's I think that's AJ's point. Like <laughs> we were talking about him as being this all time great talent who's gonna light the league on fire. And he's kind of just looked like a relatively talented quarterback who can elevate a decent wide receiver core if he's got it, but not necessarily the guy who's gonna get you over the hump. Let's circle but, back though. Let's circle right on back to John Elway. <laughs> Talk about that. Talk team. about the Broncos. <laughs> He's not with Broncos. that season. Right. But, he was yeah, riding all over their dick in the offseason. I was. I, I like this team. 
I did like this team. I coming. like this defense more than I liked anything else, to be 100% fair. Nah, I'm not even going to lie to you. I liked this fucking team when it came in. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> then it all went down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to act like I wasn't high on the offense. I like Cortland Sutton. I like Jerry Judy. I, I love Obviously, Javante, I man. love Javante, who got hurt. So that's a big blow to this he team. He wasn't doing but... anything that's what I was about to say. He obviously wasn't looking like the world beater we all thought he would be before he got hurt. I was, I was the only one out of us four beating the drum that I don't like Javante Williams, and I let all three of you fuckers convince me because I was like, these are, are my homies. I got to take their advice. Are and you talking about the guy that was averaging 5.4 yards per carry and was actually looking solid? I was talking about the guy that couldn't beat out Melvin Gordon. And the guy that was fucking my fantasy teams. After Bro, I, your your I, offensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator literally said they will split carries. This was known from the beginning. You knew the volume he was going to get. He looked good with his volume. 5.4 yards per carry involved in the passing game. I don't know what more you wanted. This offense is bad, is bad because Russ is bad. That's the end-all, be-all. Like, we can talk about what we want. This team and this offense is bad because Russ is cooked. Like – he has never looked this bad, and he looks again I like a bottom. He's on the same stuff that Antonio Brown was on, <laughs> with all his fucking videos, his high knees in the middle of the plane. <laughs> he's <laughs> always been weird like that, though. He's always been a weirdo, bro. I get that. Something's not right with this guy right now. <laughs> yeah, his subway commercial he did. I'm sorry, followers. That subway commercial is beyond repairable. The stuff the that he's Witch is the worst commercial of all time history. <laughs> like, dude, just and put it yourself is. on the plane. You're taking a nap. You wake <laughs> up to your left. He's doing high knees. <laughs> on the way to London. He's weird. I'm not disputing that. But he's also terrible at football right now. Well, you're trying to sleep. You're just motherfuckers. He's fucking... on the field. By himself, avoiding <laughs> sacks and scrambling. Did you see the video that came out yesterday of him practicing high fives on his way out to the practice field? There was nobody <laughs> around him, and he started high-fiving invisible people. I think he's really on whatever Mark Zuckerberg is on. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone, bro. Like, I don't understand. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> let's ride down into the abyss. The last team, though, the Raiders. The Raiders. Are they cutting Ooh. ties with Derek Carr after this year? Yes. Do they cut him? I don't him think they have a choice. That money? There's a there's a out there's a clause and there's an out in his contract going into next year where it's so, not. But the what third. do they do though? They don't have a draft pick what and they the don't plan? have a cap space. Yeah, pay Devontae Adams all this ball. money if they're not going to sign Derek Carr. What's the plan? No, how do you think they got Devontae Adams? Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they so don't what are you doing? I don't know, they man. They don't have just, and they don't have cap space. They can't just cut Derek Carr. I don't Derek think Carr is going to be on the yeah. team. I don't think Josh McDaniels likes Derek Carr. I, really I don't, don't think it matters. It only makes sense to keep him unless you have a backup plan. Who's the backup for the fucking Raiders? I don't even know. Tell me, please. They can get Lamar. Steven, what's, what's the backup quarterback? Lamar and Sean Payton to Vegas. There you go. <laughs> that hey, makes that's what they <laughs> wanted Brady. The <laughs> now they're like puzzle pieces Lamar. together, baby. Could you imagine really Lamar, and Devontae? <laughs> Lamar and Devontae Adams a scramble drill? Just 
it literally shut the league down. Yeah. <laughs> Devontae was good on a scramble drill with Aaron. Where do they get that? Where do they get two hundred thirty million? Hey, Derek, can we use your money? They got, they got no money, <laughs> and and Mark Davis is broke. You seen they just cut Jonathan uh, Abrams today? Another first round pick by the Another first round pick, just not good at football. I, I looked at that draft class because I was curious as to who they skipped over when they took Clear and Farrell at four. They skipped out on Brian Burns. Um, I was preaching Brian Burns that year too. He's still a dog. And Jonathan Abrams was just a terrible pick at twenty seven. There was not really anything behind him that really stood out. Didn't they take Josh Jacobs in the? At 30 after that? No, they had pick 24. They took Josh Jacobs. Josh but, Jacobs was undrafted off the fucking streets, brother. Yeah. And <laughs> then, I thought he got drafted by Ben. Huh? I thought, Josh I, yeah, I thought he got drafted. He did. He went 24th overall. Oh, was he drafted? Oh, okay. They, they took him in the streets. My bad. Yeah. You're right. He was a first rounder. Josh Jacobs was a first rounder. Yeah, I it I must have been Alabama. Sorry. Jacobs was the best running back in that class. Um, Still took a running back in the first round, though. One that didn't have much mileage at Alabama. He has, he's been serviceable for him. I just good, don't think it was the, the pick that they needed to build their foundation. Right. Imagine if they would have taken a good offensive lineman because that they could need they need that right now. That offensive line is the worst in the league. No, I still can't get over Cleveland Farrell. That's the pick that I got. I was out of left field. He was projected back end of the first. They could have got him where they took Jacobs. Yeah, so he was an early second rounder, maybe a first at the end if he was lucky, and they took him at four. I know I said Devin White's the most overrated linebacker, but they could have took Devin White. They could have like, done could, anything. When was the last Straight time they had a linebacker? When was the last time they were good? <laughs> Rich Gannon, baby. Derek Carr's one year where he got a little bit of MVP buzz, and then they – Went to the playoffs and lost in the first round. He had a broken leg. He didn't play that game. Exactly. That's the last time they were good. They lost to TJ Yates. I remember. <laughs> Thirteen to nine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, the Raiders are terrible. I did say the Raiders were going to be bad, though. I I think I picked them to win like four or five games. I had them in last place, and I think I got hate for it. So. I had him in last place as well. <laughs> I had the Broncos in last place. Yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> I don't think that um, – never mind. You don't think what? I thought I fought harder for the Raiders to be last place than I did, but I got. But I didn't know. I forgot. I was, the, the, I was yeah. so out on the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so out on the Raiders. They don't have a first-round pick. They don't have cap space. And they don't know what they want to do at quarterbacks, and they might have the worst head coach in the league. They are the New Orleans Saints of the AFC. Pretty much. Silver and gold. There you go. They're always together. First place oh, loser, second place oh, loser. Oh, last question. You know, me and Ryan discussed this question today. If you're building your franchise, Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen, who are you taking? Pat Mahomes, period. <laughs> what has Josh Allen done that's better? That's what I asked. I was Ryan. arguing. I was arguing, but I was just playing devil's advocate. I said, I said at the end of the conversation. I said at the end of the conversation, I would still take Mahomes, but I don't know. I like playing devil's advocate. It's fun. 
Oh, I mean, I I agree. It's always fun to see the other side, but yeah. I don't think there's. I think Patrick Mahomes is already yeah. the yeah. top three quarterback of all time. Like outside of those two, doesn't have to be a quarterback. Who are who's one person you would build your franchise around in the NFL? Like so today, Donald's going to retire, or you get their prime. <laughs> you got. You don't know if he's going to retire. He could retire. Yeah, well, that's important to my decision making because if Aaron Donald's not going to retire, then he's the answer. He's the best non-quarterback in the league. Even at his age, you would take him if he's not going to retire. Yeah, he's still playing as the best player, defensive player in the league. He's just you don't know what he's got left in the want to tank. I'm going to be different, and um, I'm going to take an interior lineman. I'm going to go with Vita Vea. I love Vita Vea, man. I do. No, nah, actually, Dude, I'm just we, thinking, I like Vita Vea. <laughs> Yo, didn't you just, give oh. me that boy. Give me that boy, Sauce Gardner or Michael Parsons. Y'all are taking oh, them. Shit. I was gonna be fucking spicy and say somebody like Sauce, but god damn, we're taking I Vita Vea so. out of here. Holy shit! Yeah, earlier you said Quentin Williams was better. I didn't say that. Frankie did. Frankie talked about Quentin Williams, not me. Quentin Williams is better than Vita Vea. What are we? What are our thoughts on this? Is a crazy one because, like, you say what you want. She doesn't really win games, but Tyreek Hill. I mean, you get him on any team. I don't like talking about Tyreek Hill because he's a dickhead ass person who beat his wife, but <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> he's a fair. very good football I mean, player. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah, he's. So, I you know, used to hate on him, but he's top three wide receiver in the league. You you he's, would take Sauce Gardner over Justin Herbert? I'm oh, saying so non quarterback. No, I'm not talking. I'm saying non quarterback. You said non quarterback. No, actually, I'm changing. It doesn't have to just. I'm be. changing my answer. Oh, uh, well, if okay. it's not if it's quarterback, then the first thirty two picks are quarterbacks. You can't not have a quarterback on your team. Yeah, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> I want. I want Tristan Wirfs. Give me a dominant tackle. <laughs> Are you a Don't you get player? a second option here. He's not even the best tackle. What are you doing? Give me a He's a Bucks fan. Here, you can have my shirt, bro. I'm not taking <laughs> Trent Williams. The Bucks. Damn, I'm man. not taking Trent Williams at, at 34 years old. Bakhtiari has been banged up. Like, I mean, who do you want? I mean, Andrew Thomas is a great pick. I like Andrew Thomas. Thomas. playing stellar football. I mean, we can keep going on the list for tackles. Just give me a, give me a tackle. I'm going to go with a tackle. Yeah, that usually works out for teams when they have a really good left tackle and nothing else. Fucking Joe Thomas. Like it's 1982. Thomas. Building in the trenches. You know, run the ball 70 times like your Arthur Smith, Chalmers. That's the worst take ever. <laughs> I, just, I like, I like the trenches. I like to build. Vita like Vay and Tristan Wirfs. What I like to build the trenches. Damn, bro. Anyway. Let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Deli, say what's up. Say say goodbye to the people. <laughs> say what's up and goodbye, Deli. Aloha. Hey, what's up and goodbye all in the same go. All right. What's up, people? Let's see if I can get this done. What's up, people? Um, glad we got back. I'm still here. We had a little bit of a longer pod. We're sending it close to an hour and a half here. Um, but a lot of divisions to talk about in one podcast. So if you're still here, thank you. Um, Appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Well, actually, maybe Thursday. I'll be here Thursday. I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I'll be here Thursday. We didn't I do anything last Thursday. week. <laughs> we didn't do anything last week, so.
Other than that, everybody, we are out.